Baptist Church for our Ash Wednesday service. What a great turnout here tonight as we gather uh, along with uh, Christians worldwide. Uh, Today, over the past 24 hours, Christians have gathered in tiny islands to large continents from cathedrals to huts to mark the beginning of the Lenten season. Uh, And we begin it with Ash Wednesday. Uh, Ash Wednesday really began early on in the church history. Uh, It used to be early on in church history that the church would only baptize once a year on Easter Sunday. And that uh, they would go through a year of of rites, of studies, of purification. And leading up the final 40 days up before baptism on Easter Sunday, they would go through a period of fasting. They'd go through a period of uh, purification, of setting apart themselves in anticipation of their baptism. Well, others caught on with that and decided to make it a focus of our church year that we would journey with Jesus who spent 40 days in the desert as we mark uh, what it means uh, to be those who are marked and marred by sin. Well, you may have grown up in a tradition that uh, Ash Wednesday was a very holy day and was marked by the uh, imposition of, of ashes upon a forehead or maybe uh, on, on the back of the hand. Uh, tonight's is going to look a little differently in, in our context. And part of that is as a church, we are committed to something we call sticky faith. And sticky faith means that it's really important to us that we pass on the faith uh, from the oldest of the old to the youngest of the young, that we're in this together, and that we want to make sure that we celebrate and have time to gather gather together as we are from the youngest of the young to the oldest of old that are represented here as a way to say, what is it that it means to be a Christ follower? What is it that it means to be a church? Well, you know, the book of Job says something very interesting, that Job encounters God. And Job, at the end of it, is left in awe and wonder and majesty at who this God is. And he says this, Therefore I despise myself, and I repent in dust and ashes. When Job caught a glimpse of who the amazingness of who God is and his own flawedness and his own sin, he repented in dust and and in ashes. And so around the world, we've gathered today, and people hear the words, from dust you have come, to dust you shall return, with an invitation to stay close to the master. So here's the question, what, what is sin? What is sin? All right, I need somebody, Steve, would you be, would you help me for a second? Would you stand up in the middle? Let me give you an, an, an let's give a hand for Steve Thompson here. That's wonderful. Wonderful man. I'm getting closer, but this one doesn't work. Thank you, Steve, for that. Hey, I I missed the mark there. I don't know if you noticed that, but in its most pure form, pure, I don't know if you'd say pure and sin in the same, same sentence, but in its easiest way to understand what sin simply means is to miss the mark. Miss the mark. Mason, I see you sitting there. Can you stand up for a second? Mason and I love to play football in the backyard or in the living room. Don't tell Jacqueline. But uh, we love to play football. Okay, Mason, can you stand in the middle here? I'm going to be the quarterback. You ready? Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. All right. Oh, sorry, Rodney. All right. 
I have something wrong here. I have, all right, ready, Mason? Oh, you know, sometimes in life, despite our best efforts, we still miss the mark. We still miss the mark. We, uh, sin really comes from a, a, a javelin throwing, um, and it's the thing of completely missing the mark. And, you know, God has set a mark for us that we are called to live, to love our neighbor as ourselves. We're called to, 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 to serve those around us. We're called to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our mind, and all our soul. But if I'm honest, so many times I, I miss the mark. If I'm really honest, today I've missed the mark. Yesterday I missed the mark. We, each one of us, as part of our human condition, can be really self-focused and selfish. And we miss the mark. But God doesn't just leave us in our sin. But he invites us to a journey and he invites us to a cross. Would you pray with me? Jesus, I thank you that even as the words say, from dust we have come, till dust we shall return. That we who are a people who constantly miss the mark, that that's not the end of our story. But Lord, as we go on this Lenten journey, I pray that as we put our eyes on you, that as we repent, that you would come and meet with each one of us and speak to us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Please stand and let's all sing this together. Marvelous grace of our loving Lord, grace that exceeds our sin and our guilt.
Let's just give a little extra shout out to our most awesome praise team member, Bailey Atcher. So awesome. That's what tonight is about from the youngest of the young to the oldest of the old. So we're so excited that Bailey got to sing with us tonight. So the next question that we have to ask, Josh handled what is sin, but now how is sin forgiven? So I have a very special guest who's going to come help me. So please give it up for Grant Hoffman. Right here, right here. Grant, Grant. Grant, he's, he's kind of bad. He's kind of the worst. He has all kinds of sin. Do you? Yes, Romans says that all of us have sinned and fallen short of what God wants for us. We have missed the mark. But man, Grant's been really bad this week, you guys. So bad. How bad were you? I, man. He can't even talk about it. Okay. That was so bad too. I'm bad. All right. See, now I have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All right. So today, maybe not really today, Grant's really good person. But for our example, Grant is all of us at some time or another. So Grant, I'm really sorry to tell you this, but you lied to your parents this morning, Steve, Stacy. Mm. All right. So he's, he lies. These are all of Grant's sins, but you can see which sins maybe you have committed. Oh man, he's a cheater. Grant cheated on his math test today. Oh, how you feel about this? Oh man, disobedient. He does not obey his parents, his teachers. He's so disobedient. He's really the worst. Stealing. Man, let's see. Grant's list of sins are really long today. So he's also disrespectful. He was running through those church halls. Someone told him to stop. He didn't stop. All right, let's see. (laughs) All right, he's violent. He got angry. He, oh, don't do that. <laughs> okay. Come, you, calm down. Calm down. Let's see. You're just jealous that I'm in the limelight, Grant. Okay. So Grant has all of these sins. He's angry about it. Man, I mean, how many, how many sins can one person have? Let's just, we're just going to leave just some extra. Cause I bet you got some more. Okay. Let's see. So Grant, he's a really, he's missing the mark. He cannot do what God has called him to do. Yeah, man. Sorry about that. Okay, so Grant, no sin can be hidden from God. That's what Psalms tells us. No sin can be kept hidden from me. But there is good news that sin can be forgiven. And Jesus is the one that takes that sin. So Grant, come on over. They're not going to fall off, okay? So Grant's sins can be forgiven because Jesus died on this cross. So Jesus is going to take Grant's sins one by one and say... No, Grant, I forgive you of that. Even though you're a liar, you can put that sin on me. I'll take your punishment for you. All of these sins, even if you're a cheater, even if you are disobedient to your parents, even if you have stolen, lied, if you've been violent, any of these sins, I'm sorry, Jesus will still take this. Okay? Any sin that we have committed, Jesus died on the cross for that sin. And that is how these sins are forgiven. One by one, day by day, Jesus makes us clean.
So what's the next question? Well, the next question, oh, my cross is leaving. Okay. That's okay. No, it's okay. We'll pretend like it's still there. (laughs) Um, No, it's okay. We'll just focus on that one. Uh, The next question is, what is repentance? You know, we've talked about sin and we talked about forgiveness. Well, there's more to it than just the forgiveness. It goes beyond that. And in Acts, if I can get it open here and see, I brought my kid-friendly Bible. Um, It says, Acts 3.19 says, so turn away from your sins, turn to God, then your sins will be wiped away. You know, we talk about repentance. It's, we've been going along. I've been living my life. I've been doing things my way or Grant's way, you know. So it's all about me. I'm selfish. I want to live life the way I want to live it. Well, when I realized that Jesus can, and he did, he paid the price for my sins, but he'll take them all off me and onto him and onto that cross, I don't just go, okay, they're gone. I'm still going my way. Doesn't work that way. When when he takes them, then I need to repent of those things. And that means I have to stop. But it's not enough to just go, okay, I'm going to stop in the road where I am. I just won't go any farther my way. No, I have to turn and I need to go God's way. So, you know, I, I tried to think, well, what are some things that on a daily basis I really have to make sure that I'm going, oh, yeah, stop and deal with that. And, you know, maybe for you it's you really, you, you worked hard or you, you had a long day, you had a hard day at school, you had whatever. And it's like, I deserve to go home and play my video games. I deserve to just sit and veg in front of the TV, to watch the ball game, to go sit at Starbucks. To, You know, for me, I love to read. You know, so that's my, my downtime. I, I had a hard day. I need to, to get to do that. Well, you know, there is absolutely nothing wrong with any of those things that I just mentioned. Unless I decide this can wait. Eh, I'll get to it tomorrow or the next day. Or, you know, it, it's okay if I read God's word just on Sunday. Because, I, I, you know, not only do I read it on Sunday, but I get to come and hear Pastor Chip. And, and, you know, we sing songs and we do all those things. I don't have to do this every day. But you know what? I'm picking this up and reading it every day. So this would be one of mine that I have to make sure I don't place this book over my relationship with God and reading his word and getting closer. So that would be that daily stop doing it my way and repent, turn and go God's way, pick up his word, put him first where he's supposed to be. And you know, if I do all those things that I'm stressed about where I came home and I really needed to be able to chill and read my book or sit and veg in front of the TV, none of it matters. Because I'm in relationship with him, and he's taken everything. He, he paid the price for everything I've ever done wrong. All those things that give me stress. He's already taken care of all of it. So that hopefully that kind of helps you. And I have to tell you, because one of the students that's here used to be in the, the children's area with me. And I remember when he made that decision to follow Jesus He understood what it meant to repent because when I sat and talked to him, he looked at me and said, yeah, been thinking about this for a while, but I knew when I did, 
I was going to have to stop being mean to my sister. And I just really wasn't sure I was ready to do that. So I'm telling you, from the the words of a child, he got what it meant to repent. If I'm going to do this, then I'm all in. And that means I'm going to try to live God's way and not my way. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. So let's review real quick. Three things we've talked about. First of all, what is sin? And what is sin? It's shooting at a target and missing it. It's missing the mark. So God has a plan for your life. There's things that God would like to see from your life. And when you miss the mark of what God wants for your life, that's sin. And, uh, and so sin is missing that target that God would have us to, to do in our life. And uh, then we talked about how do you get rid of sin? And uh, we saw that all of us miss the mark all the time. And so we've got sin all over us. And what Jesus did is that he took all of that sin and it was placed upon the cross. And then we talked about, okay, then what do we do? How do we respond to that? Well, then if that's what happens, then we need to ask God to forgive us of our sins. And if we're going the wrong direction, stop and turn around and go back the way that God wants us to. Now, I want you to do something. Everybody look at your thumb. Did you know there are 7.5 billion people on planet Earth, give or take a few people, okay? Uh, Because some people have come and gone in the last few minutes. But 7.5 billion people on planet Earth. Guess how many of them have the same fingerprint you do? None of them have the same fingerprint. You are completely unique in every single way. And so your fingerprint shows that you are someone unique to God. So not only does God take the sins of the world, he takes your sins. Every individual person, every unique person, your individual sins, God loved you, Jesus died for you, and took your sins upon him. We're going to be doing something here in just a second. This is Ash Wednesday, and uh, as Josh talked One of the things that people used to do in old times when you felt bad over something you'd done that you shouldn't, when you wanted to uh, let God know how sorry you felt when you had messed up and missed the mark, something that people often did was they put on old, dirty clothes and they threw ashes on their head. And the point of that was to say, okay, I'm, I'm in mourning. I feel really bad over the things that I've done. We talked this evening, though, that Jesus has taken all of those sins upon us. So we're going to do something uh, with Ash Wednesday just a little bit different for our sticky faith thing tonight. And what we're going to do is uh, we're going to invite you uh, into a moment of, of prayer here for a second. But when you're done, you're going to go out the doors here. We're going to have stations set up. And uh, there are going, there's going to be uh, ashes that are going to be in a cup. If you'll simply put your fingerprint in the ashes. Not hard. Okay. Take it out, and then you will place it upon one of these post-it notes. Now, is that going to be different than every other person that's doing it? It will be different. It represents you. It represents all of the times you've missed the mark. It represents all of your sins. And then you're going to take that, and you will place it upon the cross that Emily had here just a second ago. It'll be out in the rotunda. And when you do that, you're saying... I believe that my sins have been put upon Jesus, and I'm now placing this upon the cross, me individually, my thumbprint to do that. 
And then because we are a loving church, we will have wet wipes for you to wash your finger off uh, so that uh, you don't have to do that. And when uh, everyone has done that, then we will uh, have a song to close outside. But we're going to do something first. We said this is all very individual. It has to do with you. And uh, so we want to take just a few moments and have you all look at your life and say, what are things in my life right now where I'm missing the mark? What are things that I'm doing that God wouldn't want me to do? What are some things I should be doing that I'm not doing? And just pray about some of those things, one or two of those things. Parents, if you want to get with your children and and just sit down with them and and talk about about what all this means and what we're doing, and then go out with them and and help them as we're doing that, that that would be great great as well. Uh, But this is just going to take a few moments and for you to reflect, uh, to pray to God, uh, to prepare yourself. You know, the Lenten season is really important because without it, you can't really understand the joy of Easter. Because you just don't show up and say, oh, I, I, you know, Easter is so exciting. If you don't understand what happened to get us there. Uh, Jesus dying on the cross, your sins being forgiven, you entering into a new relationship with God. When you understand those things, then it makes Easter so much more joyous. And this is just the beginning of that journey that we're going to take. So we're going to take a few minutes. Whenever you're done, individually or with your family, uh, just just find your way on out. We'll have the station set up in the rotunda, uh, do your fingerprint, place it upon the cross, and then when everyone has had a chance to cycle out, we're going to uh, uh, do one other thing and then have, have a prayer. So uh, we're just going to leave this now to your time uh, for you to go to God in some silent meditation, and then, as I said, help yourself out when you are done.
hope you enjoyed today's lesson and that it spoke to you. If you have prayer needs or want more information about us, we invite you to stop by our website, mywrbc.org, and click on Contact. Please use the word podcast in the subject line. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Keyword, MyWRBC. At Westport Road Baptist Church, we love God and love people. Please join us for Sunday morning service at either 9.30 a.m. or 11 a.m. We also have Sunday school for all ages during both service times. Thanks again for listening and join us next week for another message from God's Word. Thank you.